0: All right, here comes Ben marching back into the recording room. He is going to enter Sandman, but he's not quite as intimidating as Mo Rivera. Hello,
1: everybody. (laughs) Well, this is our third
0: podcast, third time's a charm, A Ben? That is correct. I like the little nugget there at the end. Yeah, I'm using A strategically because Canada, our neighbors to the north, they just celebrated their 150th anniversary, their 150th birthday. So uh, a happy Independence Day, Canada. Happy birthday. We just had ours too, obviously. The 4th of July just ended. Ben, how did yours go? Mine went very well. Thanks for
1: asking, Clint. I spent a lot of time with the family, as you know, and the great American tradition of watching Joey Chestnut win the hot dog eating contest. Oh, yeah? 72 hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. That is a lot of hot dogs. Do you think uh, Canada does anything on TV at noon, uh, like drinking um, syrup or eating poutine? (laughs) I
0: don't know about eating poutine. Maybe maybe some Canadian bacon up there. We'll have to see. Is there anything you think you could eat 72 of in one sitting?
1: 72 in one sitting. I could definitely eat 72 pizza rolls in one sitting, I believe. 72 pizza rolls. Or bagel bites.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh. Little Debbie's Fudge Brownies, actually. Gotcha. i got a sweet tooth. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Well, I'm glad you had a good holiday. So we'll kind of jump back into the podcast here. We'll switch gears. We'll go a little bit more serious. um, Just talk about the recent huddle we had. We had our monthly huddle in the corporate office last week. And uh, Matt Melrose and Ben and myself, we spent some time talking about uh, our lean core values. It felt like a good time to do a refresher. So we really wanted to make sure we hit on the core principles. We really wanted to get some good back and forth dialogue with our team members and talk about like what it means to work at lean core and who we are. So as we continue to grow, as we hit this time in our, in the kind of the life cycle of lean core, on our trajectory up, we wanted to reflect a little bit and talk about our culture because it's one of our biggest assets. So, I really thought it was a good conversation. We talked about safety, integrity, accountability, respect, teamwork, drive, and then we got to go eat some barbecue. So what's better than that? What do you think, Ben? Yeah, no, I,
1: I obviously hope that it went well. And the point of it was to really just make sure that we're all centralized to what our values are. We spend a whole lot of time on learning tactical and fundamental skills to make sure that we're advancing the world's supply chains. And so it's good to stop every once in a while and just remember the values of which, uh, you know, Robert Core and Glenn created the company and that we're trying to execute upon every day.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a really good discussion as well. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump uh, into the flow of our show. And uh, let's go ahead and have Sharon kick us off. So this month at LinkCore. Awesome, Sharon. Thanks as always. Um, if we kind of look forward into July, that's really where we're entering right now. And look at our calendar. It's a little bit lighter on the activity side. And that comes down to vacation season and traveling season. And we know it's always tougher uh, to book at that time of year. So, um, we know team members are taking off. We want to obviously service our customers very well. And we want to make sure we don't drop the ball on anything. So we slow down our training engagement for a month or two to make sure that happens, The first big item that we wanted to call out before we talk about any specific activities is our quarter three voice of the teammate internal survey. We've been doing these for each quarter this year, and this survey is a great opportunity for team members to give us their feedback and to let us know how things are going. So on Monday, July 10th, um, hoping that you get this podcast before the 10th, we're going to have that survey live. It's going to be available for a couple of weeks for team members to take. It's a 15-minute survey, and we think it'll be well worth your time so that we as the corporate services department can make sure our activities, our strategy lines up with what you need.
1: Yeah, and one thing for everybody to remember is that even if your feedback is very consistent to the last one, that those are data points to help us keep measurements to make sure that from an HR department we're able to drive uh, training, engaging, and growth of your careers uh, with the curriculum and content that we're putting out and how we
0: approach our work. It's definitely a real tangible way for us to continuously improve. And that's something that we believe in a lot. So we're going to kind of move forward and look at the next part of the activities list. On July 11th and July 13th, we have a supply chain session. That's next week uh, from the week that we're actually recording this podcast. It's going to be talking about the big picture. The goal of this conversation is how do we take systems thinking? How do we take the work that we do every day, roll that all the way up, to the value and the service that we're providing our customers and kind of connect the dots. We want team members to feel really comfortable that they understand how all of our work and all of our KPIs really make changes for the customer. So it's going to be a great conversation, and we're really excited to talk about that next week.
1: So if you haven't signed up already, it has been in your uh, weekly opportunities. There's a link to sign up. You'll get a calendar invite and return. So.
0: Absolutely. And if you don't know where to find that email, if you've misplaced the sign up, go ahead and you can shoot an email to myself or to Ben. We'll hook you up so that you can get signed up for that. If we move along farther into the month of July uh, and go in our training and engagement list a little bit farther, we've got our formal problem solving course that kicks off uh, on the 19th. We were originally going to start it on the 12th. We pushed it back a week to help accommodate Uh, some team members, and it's a four-week program that focuses on formal problem solving. The goal is to teach a little bit of methodology, a little bit of lean tools. We want to help people uh, handle the tactical problem solving in a very structured, disciplined way, in a way that's collaborative, and uh, in a way that will get results. So we've got currently a handful of people signed up. We're looking for more if anyone wants to sign up for that. If you can reach out to me by July 17th, we can get you added to that. So there's still plenty of time to get signed up.
1: Yep. And the best part about this uh, training that we're offering is it's not necessarily logistics or any department specific, no matter what department that you're sitting in, you can apply the same principles to problem solving um, and the approach to your work in your department as well.
0: Yeah. And we've got a mixed bag of people who've signed up so far. Um, A big piece of this course is solving real business problems. Like you're going to solve a problem that your team is facing as you go through it. And we've done it a couple of times already. Uh, very positive results, so it's it's going to be a good thing. If you're signed up already and you're listening to this, or you're gonna sign up, go ahead and start thinking about a problem that you'd like to get solved, and and go ahead and and get the the wheels in motion for that, and that'll be that that much more to your advantage as we get kicked off.
1: For team members that are new to Lean Core, um, this is a great opportunity, no matter what level you kind of entered in at, at. Just
0: entering into the company, it's a good way to kind of understand our culture, mindset, and approach. Absolutely. So next on the calendar is also on July 19th. That's a big day for us. It's a Wednesday. We have our next Lean Core Think Tank. This will be our fourth installment of this activity. We've really liked what we've seen so far. Not necessarily a huge group turning out, but the group that comes makes it count through good conversation. We're going to be talking in the July version of this about Relentless Continuous Improvement, RCI. That's something that's been really on the forefront for us at Lincor this spring and summer. And we've actually got our COO. You might remember him from our first podcast. He was our first interview here. Matt Melrose, he's going to join the meeting because it's something that's so important to him that he wants to be part of it. And we're going to be talking about relentless continuous improvement and what that looks like in our work. So um, we're really, really excited about that think tank. The last one that we just had in June was productive in, a, in its own right. We we spent that time talking about team member voice of customer and team member feedback. And it really get, it induced a lot of good conversation. And we had several HR team members that were in there just to be part of the discussion. It actually led to some changes in the way we communicate and some action items straight from that.
1: Yep. And you'll see those in our Q3 outputs of how, we, how we're going to execute for quarter three. We have some new projects in
0: place that we're going to tackle based on that feedback. Absolutely, and just so that everyone knows, every month we just started our our monthly Drift newsletter. Last month, every month one of the articles that's going to be part of that coming coming out and going forward is going to actually be a recap of one of our previous uh, Lean Core Think Tank activities. So uh, the one that's actually going to be in the article released this month in July is going to be about our time management. Uh, think tank. And the write-ups are just a real good way to see what the discussion was like. It won't replicate you not being there, but it's going to give you some insight as to what was talked about. So if we round out the July uh, calendar schedule, we're actually going to bleed into the first week of August. That's where our our second supply chain session of July has gotten pushed into uh, we're, what we're going to work on is our Q3 voice of customer survey recap. We like to tell everyone what we learned from it and make that very visible and transparent and also talk about our H.R. roadmap. Uh, we normally would have done it the last week of July, uh, but someone <coughs> here in the room felt the need to take a vacation with their family. Yeah, my bad, Clint. Yeah. I thought you were only allowed one day of those a year. Only one. It's <laughs> in the handbook. It's in the handbook, yeah. Oh man. That's it's gonna be it's gonna be good though. It's our third time we're finding our groove on having that discussion, and we really get a lot out of those out of that feedback. The more feedback we can get with team members in general, the better in our opinion. So that wraps up the training calendar for July. Ben, is is there anything that I didn't hit on that you would want to expand on? Or are you good to go? No, just a reminder
1: for everybody, though, we are recording most of these sessions that we have, and they are on the teammate hub um, for you to go find the video recordings as well.
0: Absolutely. They are right there. So you should be able to find that pretty easily on the hub. If not, let us know. We'll help direct you in the right direction. Our philosophy on this stuff, all of our training and engagement is if you're not sure, ask, and we'll help teach you where to look going forward. That's going to transition us out of the next month's training and engagement activities and take us to our favorite segment. It's uh, apparently getting really popular in the podcast world. We've heard this is where we see our listeners spike. Yeah, yeah. this is this is where they get all the hits. This is our token pop culture minute. So. Um, we're ready to rock and roll. I just realized I said, um, like three times I had been doing well. You're much better than last time. I'm falling before. off. I'm going to get back on the wagon here. Please so do. I'm not going to say um anymore. And we're going to go. So we've done movies. We've done music. Now let's talk literature. That doesn't sound very pop culture. <laughs> it's close. When I think of a sophisticated bibliophile, you have heard of that word, Ben? I have not. Okay, it's someone who likes books. When I've heard, when I think of a sophisticated bibliophile, I'm stumbling because I wrote it. I couldn't remember it myself. Someone who is absolutely a voracious reader. I think voracious. Of voracious. I've heard that word. Yeah, I used it before. Yeah, it was not a, a period of the dinosaurs. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I think of our one and only Ben Green. So Ben. I'm going to give you some kudos here. I'm going to give you some props. You are actually an avid reader in real life. I, I
1: Avid, I guess, is a subjective, but I do make sure that I have a book going at all times. Um, I just have a, a belief that it's a good way to better yourself and gain experiences that you may not get in, throughout your normal work day. So by reading, you can uh, try to get ahead
0: in that way. The more you know. Anyway. What I want to know from you is... Reading what, Rainbow. Yeah, exactly. Butterfly in the Skies and everything. <laughs> um, what is one of your favorite books that you've read all time? And then what's something that you've read lately or you're reading now that's interesting to you?
1: Yep. So I uh, just actually last night, um, without seeing the pre-screen notes finished, uh, Start by, start With Why by Simon Sinek. So if you've uh, noticed him lately, he's obviously making the rounds on a lot of uh, news channels and articles. And, and his message is very popular but um, it's a, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I said, oh, there, and I'm trying to avoid that. So sorry for stopping and fixing. But anyways, Simon Sinek and, and Start With Why is about why companies are successful by following their why and not their hows and whats. So a good uh, way to kind of just apply that would be through Starbucks. Their vision and mission isn't about making the world's best coffee. It's about creating an atmosphere. Um, and they use coffee to do that. Apple is much in the same on on disrupting the norm and creating an individual self. And so they've done that through changing the music industry and computers and iPads and, and such like that. And so I just think it's good to, as I was reading the book, I thought a lot of synergies to us is uh, just what is our why and not our hows and what's. Because the hows and what's just make us work eight to five every day or just push the buttons in our work and not necessarily look to improve it. So highly recommend uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And then, my one of my favorite books of all times. Um, I could throw this off base. I I like to read a lot about history and and American history. And so I could go with a lot of baseball books. But one of my favorite ones, because it's very applicable to our work, is the Checklist Manifesto. So
0: good. What about you, Clint? Well. Thanks for asking, first of all. I didn't expect to get any uh, any ability to chime in. I know we're probably over a minute. Yeah, but, but this
1: isn't very pop culture. so
0: Yeah, well, I'll try to go because I think it's valuable. Uh, one of my favorite books of all time is a book called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donald Miller. I really like it because it makes you uh, dive into some introspection. You got to reflect on kind of how you perceive the world and what your life is shaping up to be. And I love anything like that. I'm a deep thinker. So that's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that book. As far as what I'm reading now, I, I'm actually probably going to start it this weekend. I think I'll probably start it this weekend. I'm going to read the book called "Good to Great" by Jim Collins. That was very good book. That was a recommendation from one of our team members, and uh, I'm looking forward to reading it. We're actually doing an internal book club on that, where we've got six or seven different in, uh, Lean Core folks. That are going to read a couple chapters a week, come together for about an hour, just talk about what they learned. I'm really excited about that ability to have those discussions.
1: Yep. And as uh, I believe Teddy Roosevelt said that, and you can Google it on your own time, but I believe he said leaders are readers. Um, And so I think that's some good takeaway for our team members here. And it doesn't always even have to be necessarily work uh, work relevant or tied to anything that you're learning, but but reading in general will make you think and think about things differently than perspectives that you have in your own life. So even if it's a novel or, or work-related or historical uh, fiction or some sort, uh,
0: it's still a good way for you to kind of improve. Absolutely. All right. So what we're going to transition to next is our do's and don'ts, where Ben is going to lay out some pros and cons of things that they've found. As we go forward and try to improve uh, the work that we do here every day.
1: So for those of you listening to this podcast, what you didn't hear is the fact that Clint said "Uh," about seven times and rewinded the whole section. So he doesn't hear that. Nailed it.
0: (laughs) So, Ben, why don't you share some do's and don'ts with the audience?
1: I'm going to share one do this month and just to stay away from the don'ts. But um, we in the office this month have coming up an opportunity for back to school donations which kind of ties to, you know, LinkWare as a learning organization, and so Florence Elementary, we're doing a few things. Uh, the Kona Ice Truck uh, is coming in for people to go out and enjoy uh food truck, uh, shaved Hawaiian shaved ice. So, Clint, did you get that today? I actually
0: did not. I, I should have.
1: Yeah, I did not either. It was a rainy day, so not quite the right day for me to, to grab that. But we are also taking uh donations for school items for uh, people that are a little bit less fortunate and we'll be working on a way for our remote team members that like to give uh and these opportunities to join in as well so we can make it a true company uh philanthropic opportunity
0: nice i think that's a that's a pretty cool activity that we can participate in sounds like a win win you get some uh some sugar from the the ice, you also get to give back to some people in need. It's it's a nice uh, option for us there.
1: Yeah, and I think we'll see on a quarterly basis more of these type of opportunities. Um, not always just donations, but time as well. Awesome. Are there any
0: don'ts for the month?
1: You know, I didn't have anything, but I think uh, one thing that we should just always pay attention to is don't forget about our values. to Try to really hammer that at home. It's very important, and you know we need to hold each other accountable to living those values because our customers notice that, as well as the growth of our company and success of the individuals within the company rely on on living the values that you know Robert Glenn and Core uh, put together as they they built the company. That's really strong. Don't
0: uh, forget about our values, and I would add to that: don't uh, neglect to have some good dialogue about them as well. Absolutely, I think it's always awesome to talk about them as well as living them. So. What we're going to do now is we're going to uh, transition into, uh, I think, a little bit of a story that we have. And this is something that I want to share uh, from the uh, last month. I wanted to expand a little bit about one of our supply chain sessions that we had in June. Excuse me for tripping over my words there. But one of our team members, uh, Tamai Patel, he is one of our specialists, and he gave a brief chat about the concept of mission. And vision. And so typically you hear that, you think big organizations, you think big businesses, they have some kind of thing plastered on a wall. They've got some sort of plaque that kind of has some uh, highfalutin words about what they want to be. But what Tammy's conversation was about was how do we take that concept and have our own personal uh, or professional. Um, mission and vision and and try to live by that. And I, I found that to be a really uh interesting conversation to have. I made me ask the question, why can't I set some kind of compass direction for my life in either of these uh categories and try to define and articulate what I want to be. I think it's uh something that we don't usually make time to do and it's not something that we're comfortable uh, uh putting on paper, but it's something I think that would add some value if we're trying to make decisions and choices if we had that kind of perfect north that would help us uh, do that. So I really took a lot out of it. I actually put pen to paper and wrote down a mission and vision uh, for me today. And I thought that was a really good activity. So does that have anything to do with making the perfect cup of coffee? It doesn't have to do at all with the perfect cup of coffee. Good,
1: You took the right message away.
0: Nice. But uh, what we ended up doing is we we ended up recording his talk. That's one of several supply chain sessions, as Ben mentioned earlier, that's on the L drive. So if you want to listen to it and you haven't got to yet, it's only about 25, 30 minutes, but it's well worth your time. And if you're a thinker, if you're someone who likes to uh, take concepts that are in one area typically and apply them to another, then I think that's a worthwhile listen. So personal mission and vision, that was an A plus And I really appreciated that uh, content from Tamai. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Tamai, for, for setting that up and presenting that course.
0: Yeah. So what we're going to do now is we are going to take a quick pause. We're going to bring uh, our producer Justin on the line for a few minutes, and we're going to let you uh, we're going to let you meet him uh, because he's the man behind the machine to make all this happen. So if you'll give us a minute, we'll get set up and we'll go from there.
1: Well, welcome, Justin, and thanks for uh, switching sides of the table and uh, being being our interview for
2: the month. Absolutely, glad to be here
1: yeah so so Justin, I guess, uh, obviously is the the self proclaimed creative guy in the in the company. So tell us about your story about how you got to LeanCore.
2: Oh man, long and treacherous road. no, yeah. uh I went to school at uh, Ohio University in Athens uh, where I studied uh interactive multimedia that is kind of a weird major. Most people don't really know what that means, but I got to do a a bunch of different kind of things, you know, dip my toes in the water for a lot of different aspects of sort of creative stuff. Uh, I did some web design, page design, graphic design, uh, motion graphics, video and audio production. Which is Uh, why this
1: podcast sounds so great.
2: Right. Yeah. Right there. And also the hundreds of hours of Googling I did when we decided we were going to do this. (laughs) Uh, Can't
1: replace that college degree with Google, can we?
2: (laughs) right. So then after college, I kind of, I went to, uh, I lived in Columbus for four years where I, uh, I was a web developer primarily, uh, a little bit of graphic design type stuff in there, but doing web development, I kind of really realized that uh, I wanted to use more of my, my creative background a little bit more than writing code. So, uh, the, I saw the opportunity come by at, at Lean Core and the position kind of fit exactly my background and, and what I want to be doing. Uh, I get to do a lot of different stuff, obviously on a day to day basis from this podcast to, to Robert's podcast to kind of managing the website and doing, uh, infographics and, 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 graphic design and all that kind of stuff. So I, I like the aspect of being able to jump from, from project to project and, and really, you know, use my creative background good and so at your time at lean uh what has been some of your favorite parts of that uh the people uh my last job i didn't have uh i didn't really have as many you know friends outside of work from the company so i think uh i mean we we hang out outside of the company been to bengal's game with with clinton and and some, some you know other people outside of outside of the office so that along with the aspect of being able to, to do different things rather than just, you know, sitting in front of a computer and doing the same thing over and over, which I'm still in front of a computer a lot of the time, but I'm doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, a lot of variety in right. your day.
1: And then just uh, kind of elaborating on your people, just obviously in the marketing department of a small logistics and supply chain company like we are, uh, what's your interaction like with different departments?
2: There's a bit of interaction there I mean most of the time I'm kind of in my in my cubby there and and uh, and working through projects and and knocking stuff out but I try and get out and and talk to to more people outside of outside of our department I think I think a lot of people around the company have seen me around and we've I've chatted with pretty much everybody uh, at one point or another just trying to learn a little bit more about what other people have going on here so I try and uh, make a point of going to the supply chain sessions and and having conversations with with other people just to kind of figure out what else is going on, and that helps me uh, in what I do to sort of help uh, get across the message of what Lean Core is and what we do and and how we help customers. Uh, learning from talking to people in other departments is is kind of the best way to to go about learning that. That's
1: great, Justin. And, and thanks for your time today. Thanks for all the help you do to make sure that this podcast is successful for our team members. We, we obviously appreciate it. And obviously we're trying to stay creative and how we get our message across. And we definitely couldn't have done it without your hundreds of hours of Google searching, uh, to, to get this produced. So everybody I want to say thanks to Justin for, for coming in today, uh, and talking to him and, and hopefully get to know a little bit more about him.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for letting me, uh, get on the microphone instead of behind it this time. Although I am not looking forward to listening to these 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever of my, my own voice when, only, I, when I go to edit it. So. Yeah.
1: You only said, uh, about 15 times. Really?
2: We're um. going to have to cut that. It was
1: that bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ben. No problem. Good story, Clint.
2: And here's what we've learned.
1: And thanks, everybody. So this has been a good month of things to learn at LeanCore. And while we try to make sure we talk about about things that's going on uh, to affect our remote employees quite a bit, one thing that I want to make sure we call out is uh, the power of our facilities team members. So we haven't forgotten about them and we don't forget about them. We kind of lump them into some of the remote work. But uh, what I've learned uh, this month is just a reiteration of uh, the power of people. So Brent uh, Cable and Tom Kinder, uh have led a facility uh, relocation launch. And not only have they nailed that uh, project planning using lean principles and project planning tools, which I've been fortunate enough to be part of some of the meetings that uh, Brent Cable, as he led the project, did. But they finished a full 24 hours early with no incident and uh, in getting all product relocated from the old lean fulfillment center to the new lean fulfillment center. And they started repacking parts to get to the line, uh, for our customer today. So big shout out to just our, our Hebron, uh, now Florence facility team. Awesome. Uh, and I think, uh, what we want to do obviously when Tom and Brent get some sleep, cause they have basically worked nonstop to manage, uh, make sure this project is successful. They would be our perfect, uh, interviewees for, for next month. So.
0: Yeah, that would be great to be able to talk talk to them about it. It sounds like it was awesome.
1: And they could not have done a better job, and and obviously it was more than just those two from uh, Renee and the supervisors and just the team members themselves coming and going above and beyond uh, over a holiday weekend to make this successful for our customers. Can't give enough kudos out to them. Uh, so anybody, as you... Uh, talk to Tom, Brent, or anyone from the, the facilities team and let them know a good job and that we're all excited and proud of them for the work that they've done.
0: That's really great. It's, it's great to be able to give them a shout out here. And we're so impressed with what they were able to do. So um, with that, we are going to wrap up the podcast for episode three. I actually was not going to come back on after the interview, but Ben got scared about ending this thing. I and didn't so, want to mess it up. Yeah, it's a big deal. So what it I'm going to do is I'm going to end it by saying, Thanks and we'll see you again next week and here are Next month al- you totally messed that up. Oh dang it. See you again next month and we're going to now go to our sponsors. This month's podcast was sponsored by Drift and Hum, the great Canadian American novel.